Good day, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and swole mates in between. I'd like to welcome you to another journey into Swole's world, where we stay true and we keep it real. You know, always, always, we're going to talk about it, we're going to be about it, and we're going to get into it. Now, look, I know some of you are probably wondering, why is this private? Why is this private? But, um... The reason why I didn't want to do a live today is because I know that it's a a very special weekend uh, for Christians alike and for those who practice Christianity. And I didn't want to interrupt uh, the weekend and how I am processing and celebrating and honoring this weekend as well. So just wanted something a little bit more private that you guys can listen to on your leisure and whenever you want to, um, not just interrupting, but, um, yeah, before we get into everything, I would just, just like to say rest in peace to Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, just, it was a surprise to me. Uh, I was just like, wow, this is unbelievable. The people that you grew up watching, of course, you know, passing on, leaving this earth, and I know that it's normal, I know that it was going to happen, but just being here and in the moment, it is, uh, it is just like, wow, it's just heartbreaking in a sense. Uh, so big, 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 big peace, love, um, happiness, all good vibes, positive vibes to his family, his friends and his family, um, Please rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. I loved you in uh, Problem Child. I know everybody else probably has their own little favorites, but I would watch the Problem Child over and over and over again. One, two, and three. And his character, Mr. Peabody, would crack me up every single time. That distinctive voice <laughs> um, just uh, coming out of the speakers just uh, had me tickle pink. Mr. Peabody, man, if anything, if anything. Mr. Peabody taught me to keep a job because that man kept a job. If you've never seen The Problem Child, uh, between one, two, and three, he, uh, Mr. Peabody is uh, <laughs> pretty much the comedic relief. Like, he doesn't believe Junior uh, for for a second. At least, well, at least after the first movie. But he, uh, he ends up being an adoption agent, and then in the next movie, he's a principal, and then in the next movie, he's a dentist, and Junior just gets the best of him every single time. So it was just amazing dynamic. It was great. So let's get into it. It it's the Swolese report. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know. I had to start it off with this, trying to figure out who exactly is out of pocket, where they going. Uh, first and foremost, I have to touch on it because I just can't believe it's happened, Missouri. Missouri, Missouri, girl, girl, your athletics commission, get it under control. If you haven't heard, Missouri Athletic Commission, they are levying $1 per ticket sold and comp are included. Like, I'm sorry, what? Not only are you raising the price from $30 to $40 to actually get the little funky license, but now uh, you got to pay a dollar. I mean, I was, I'm pretty sure it'd be nothing for, you know, huge companies uh, to, you know, go ahead and put that money out. But good night. 
y'all stop being greedy. Like it's 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 amazing that you would have so much say so over professional wrestling. As much as people like to alienate that from an actual sport, uh, hmm, like you guys are you guys are a little greedy there. And uh, I know there's a couple people like, I don't talk about my state. Don't talk about my state. Hey, 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 hey. Show me state. Show me some compassion. Okay. All right. I was born in Missouri. I was born. I was born in St. Louis. My family's born in St. Louis. You know, I got a lot of got a lot of family from over there, Kenlock. You know, East St. Louis and stuff over there by Flor and, and fluorescent and stuff. Like I still go over there to uh, see Head Johns. I ain't gonna say it out loud, but you know, see <laughs> Head Johns to get some uh. Get some Chinese food and stuff. You know, it's still still cracking over there. But however, please band together. Get your athletics commission under control because um, the rent is too damn high. Thank you. <laughs> Secondly, uh, whoever started that rumor about Riri and ASAP Rocky, um, hell, gasoline draws on. Yeah. Yeah. You cause all this commotion for nothing. Okay. All right. Had us mad. Had, look, us. <laughs> no. Had folks out there talking about some men ain't S-H-I-T. They said they wasn't sugar, honey, iced tea out here. <laughs> and I was like, what? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way he that stupid. Ain't no way. But luckily, he's not. So thank you, Jesus. But whoever started started that rumor, started giving people heart attacks, uh, please. Because we ain't we ain't about it. We ain't about it. We're just trying to have a peaceful pregnancy so we can get some music. Uh-huh. Yes. Please. Jesus. I'm trying to get some. I'm itching. I'm itching already. How long has it been since Auntie? Huh. Yeah. So, listen. Stop these rumors. Also, y'all know I was going to say something. Let's just be respectful of people's views. I get that everybody ain't going to like everything in wrestling. But it's all right to just say, you know what? I respect that you know you found that funny. However, I didn't. So that's that. Or I respect that you're, you know, offended by such and such, but I'm not. It was funny to me. But I respect your views. Could be just as simple and easy as that. Respect each other. I feel like this needs to be like a weekly reminder because people out here wilding, just just respect each other and respect how people you know, and leave it at that. Have some grace about yourself. All right. So, Dumagamas, let's get into it. So this episode here, this episode here is the gift of giving. I figured, especially doing this weekend, we just had a good Friday. We're having Resurrection Sunday tomorrow. Why not talk about giving? One of my favorite things to do. It says to give. It's to freely transfer the possession of something to someone. I feel like giving is one of the most personal things that you can do in life. It's, like I said, it's just so giving. <laughs> um, for, for me, my, my biggest accomplishment uh, is giving life as a mother. Uh, just being able to know that I am hoping I helped my daughter come into this world. You know, I've given earth another inhabitant, you know, I'm giving the universe something new to write about. I am eating everything that I can inside 
<laughs> so that my baby can grow up to be big and strong, you know, when it's time for delivery and I am giving my time, I'm giving my body, I am giving, oh goodness, the pain, <laughs> the pain, the stress, the emotions of it. It's just, if it feels so good once everything is all over and you realize just, I just gave life. So beautiful. It's like when the sun peeks out and you're like, oh, the storm is over. I can, I can drink. I can I can eat ham sandwiches because you know, they, they don't like you to eat, you know, deli meats when you're pregnant, which is uh, crazy because that was the one thing I was craving the most. But giving life, uh, it was definitely personal, but it was such a blessing. Uh, and I feel like to be able to give is a blessing in itself. For me, it it means that I have more than enough and I am kind enough to share. It's one thing to have. And I know the mentality of this day and age of, you know, so I guess that's before the, you know, is to hold on to everything. But to be kind enough to be able to share what you have, that is a blessing for you to be a blessing unto others, for you to have so much surplus that whatever it is, you're willing to give. Now, I know that some folks may say that this needs to be, this is a common behavior. Everybody gives, Every, everybody left and right, up and down, east and west, everybody gives. It should, it should, it really, it really should. It should be a common behavior to be able to give selflessly. But that's that's not I feel like that's just not the case anymore. Um, I feel like nowadays it's uh, more so about free will. And that's fine. That's fine. You always have a choice whether or not you want to give or not. But I just feel personally that everyone should be in the giving mood. It shouldn't just be for Christmas, you know, and then you're then you're done. You shut it off. I feel like giving should be year round. To give more of you, to give a part of you. Because I feel like once you do that, you just have these connections with everybody from across the world, people that you've given to, and people that you've given a part of yourself to. And with that comes an unspeakable joy. So especially from for me personally, when I give, I feel so happy. I feel so elated. Like like I'm on cloud nine and I'm like climbing up to cloud 11 and I just feel overwhelming, overwhelming sense of joy. I'll tell you this, uh, this recently, um, my friends and I, and, and, and Cedric, we all, we all decided that we were going to go somewhere together. Now, before this had already happened, I had it in my mind that I've always always wanted to go to Coachella, the music festival. And I remember being like young and looking at the ticket prices and we're younger, excuse me. <laughs> I remember being younger and <laughs> and looking at the ticket prices and going like, woo, okay, uh to have that kind of extra cash, just willy-nilly all laying around and stuff like that and be able to like, yeah, I can financially responsibly say that I'm going to spend thousands of dollars on this ticket. It, it, it was a no. It was a no. But I always had a feeling that I was like, I would, 
I will go. It will be a dream of mine. I wanted to put into fruition. I'm going to go. I'm going to be able to afford it. Now, when I was able to afford it, you best believe I was one of those first people to snatch up a weekend pass. Actually, I snatched up four because me and my friends, like I said, me and my friends and uh, Cedric wanted to go. So we planned this all out. And funny thing about plans, you know, you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. So we were not expecting for COVID to happen. And of course, as most people know, everything went to crap after that. Uh, Our plans ended up getting nixed. We were all, I know, Seth and I were just so fixed on getting prepared for Dallas, getting prepared for Mania weekend. And we completely forgot that Coachella was like creeping up, like my precious, like, and they came in the mail and I was like, oh my gosh, we completely forgot about this whole entire weekend. So instead of just having them sit there and collect dust, um, I was like, I don't want them to sit here because I felt, I would feel very selfish and I want them to be used. And I know that they're, hundreds of people out there that are selling their tickets and everything. So I just thought that it would be fun since it's like this money has already been circulated. Like it's already, it's already gone and come back to me and gone and come back to me. So (laughs) might as well have a little bit of fun. So I tweeted, tweeted out, you know, Hey, anybody want these tickets from free to 511? And I put it on my Instagram and all this other stuff and people were reaching out and I just kind of like picked two random people and their names were Manuel and Alfonso, and I sent them the tickets. And when I tell y'all, like, the joy, like, I, I became more excited about sending them off and making sure they got there, putting the, you know, insurance on them and stuff, and just, like, being able to put a smile on someone else's face, like, makes my life feel complete. Like, I, I gosh, like, like, it just makes me feel so happy to push kindness to, like I said, have somebody to smile, to make their day. Of course, they were so, you know, grateful and everything. And, and I was just like, I'm glad that you guys get to have some fun. Like, I didn't get to go, but I'm glad you do. And of course, I told them, I was like, look, I only require is that you pay for, you know, repay this kindness to somebody else. And continue the kindness train going because uh, to be a blessing to somebody is amazing. To put a smile on somebody's face, the reason that why they smile is amazing. And uh, I just know that what goes around comes around. So that's going to next time it's going to be my time. And I know that I'm going to have the time of my life uh, because that's just what I'm putting out there. That's just my expectations um, growing up. And I'm pretty sure everyone has those models like, uh, it is better to give than to receive or, or give and you shall receive. I feel like that's just the way of the universe. My good deeds are going to come back to me as good deeds. I'm going to reap what I sow. I believe that the universe was designed that way. I I believe in God and I feel like God is, he, she is a God of duality. I feel like it's a mandatory concept mandatory requirement (laughs) the sun the moon the sea the land give receive these things are complementary to each other even even newton's third law of motion says that every action 
for every action, excuse me, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Give and you sh shall receive. That is the flow. That is, say, the way of the land. But also, personally, giving and receiving is a part of love. It's all love. It's all intertwined. One of my love languages is receiving gifts. Like, I love receiving like little sticky notes or, or flowers or something, you know, just other ways to say, I love you. Receiving those gifts is, uh, it lights me up to know that somebody thought about me, took the time to think about me and plan and put it into motion. Like I see all the things that, uh, that go into giving a gift, which is why I love to give gifts. Like, <laughs> I just say my voice, oh, yeah, I love to give gifts, <laughs> There's a certain joy and excitement that I get from giving the gifts. I live, I live for the moment when it's just pure bliss on their face and they're opening up the gifts or they're realizing what the gift is. And it's just like, for me, oh my gosh, you couldn't have it. It's just, it just feels so, 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 so good. One of my favorite memories was it was a couple years ago and says birthday was coming up and I decided to surprise him and I flew in uh some of his best friends Rehan, Darius Lockhart, uh Yaya came in and it was it was so amazing like they stood there and like when he came downstairs and he saw them and he was surprised and they stood there and hugged for like five ten minutes and I just, I just took it in and I was like, yes, this is the moment that I wanted. Cause I know that he needed his friends and it had been a long time since we saw them. And <laughs> honestly, I just felt more excited than anybody else. Cause I was like, Oh, it's happening. Finally, all the planning, all the hard work, all the secrets. And I was just, I was just happy for everybody to be there. And I was especially happy to feed everyone that like, that's, that's like my, my newest kick right there, because I feel like giving isn't always material. I give my time and effort like when I'm cooking and making sure that everybody's bellies is full. Like I, 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 love I love being able to cook and, again, like seeing that joy, you know, to know that, look, they ate my food. They liked it. You know, that, that coma that they in, that right there, that itis that you got, that's for me. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Enjoy enjoy that little gift I gave you. <laughs> or back when I was in Orlando, I love to give my time because I feel like time is precious. And I would roll around with like new people in Orlando. And that, that honestly, that's how I met like some people like Janai Kai and stuff. It's just giving that time. Like, yeah, I could have been doing something else, but I was like, you know what? I want to give my time and give my body uh, and help the upcoming talent coming in. Or like how my daughter and I, we do girls day on Monday, which is one of my favorite days. And on Tuesday, I uh, cook cheat meals for everybody. It's cheat meal day. So Seth tells me what he wants to eat. I make it happen. And then AJ and I, we cook something usually together. Uh, this past week, we made a pizza. It was bomb. Y'all know I love food. And ever since uh, changing my lifestyle and allowing different things into my diet, it was been difficult trying to find a pizza that I'm actually going to like, but making them at home is so much easier. So giving that 
time. Like I said, giving isn't always material. There's all kinds of ways to give. Another way is being emotionally available. This one is a doozy. Okay, because like, whoo, Lord, it, for, it was a huge one for me because I, I had to be ready and willing to always be there, to be available. Whether it's stemming from like home life with said and being, being wife, but also being myself also being mom with AJ, but also being dog mom with the doggos. And we just got a new dog. So now it's like two dogs, a kid and a husband. Life is full on the home side <laughs> or juggling that social life with your best friends. Uh, just having that. Okay. I'm here for you while handling everything that you're handling. And then, of course, I got my wrestling friends, my out-of-state friends. And let's not get started on the family. It's just a whole bunch of ways where I have to be emotionally available, but also be emotionally available for myself. Because, honestly, this is probably the most exhausting form of giving. However, when it's paired with kindness and sincerity, the evidence it cultivates in our lives is breathtaking. To be able to be there for somebody in their roughest moments or in their best moments, because giving out that positive energy is, is still energy. So just being there for them is it is tough. But I, I love doing it because uh, I'm an empath and it, not necessarily like I'm feeding off of the energy, but it's just. It brings me solace to know that I am helping someone be calm. I'm helping someone gain peace. Or like I, when I'm being there for my daughter, AJ, she comes home from school and there's been a problem or a tussle with her friends or something like that. And I'm able to share the knowledge that I've learned from my grandmother and my mother and my elders. Uh, it's just an amazing point in my life, just being there for her and knowing exactly what she's going through and being able to give a part of myself even more so to her because, you know, I've already given life, but just continually to give and pour out of myself into her. It is a blessing, especially knowing that we're not raising children. We are raising adults. The parents are raising adults. I like to say that uh, is it keeps me focused. Like, look, OK, I know that you're a kid now, but I know that later on in life you're going to be an adult and I need to be teaching you things so that you can live out here and not just be robotic and not just be temperamental and not be labeled or outcast. I'm here to help you in every single way. So being emotionally available was one that I had to really, really learn, especially with juggling all these different things. But that is also a great way of giving. It's just tough. It can, it can be tough. Excuse me. It can be re really, really tough. Um, one of the last, you know, ways of giving that I'm just going to discuss is the random acts of kindness. Well, this is where we go into the fifth gear here. Uh, random acts of kindness. This can be just about anything. And 
everything. It's random, it's random. As long as you're being kind, it's it's all good. As long as you're being respectful, it's all good. And sometimes the shock and surprise on the people's face after the random acts of kindness is gold. Uh, my dad taught me, my, my dad pastor, the pastor dad, uh, taught me a huge, huge, huge lesson. He gave me a, a, a huge gift. He didn't believe in kids going to the mall. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Before he came into our lives, I would go to the mall all the time. Me and my friends would just go hang out, you know, do what friends do at the mall. But he didn't believe that. So he put a stop to that in my second year of high school. So, yeah. Sophomore, I'm like, I can't go to the mall. He believed that only mischief would happen. He's like, you ain't got no money. So what you going to the mall for? I'm like, dang, don't do, don't use logic on me. Yeah, I ain't got no money. So what you want to go do? Uh, hang out with my friends and cause a ruckus, pretty much. <laughs> so in order for me to go to the mall, like we would have to go to together. But the caveat was that I would have to have five random conversations with five random people. And the report back to what I learned about those people. Imagine. 14, 15, I'm like, okay, dude, you, you just got into my life. What are we doing here? <laughs> but literally, I would be in the mall and start having random conversations with five different people. And I absolutely hated it. I didn't want to do it. And he would, he would do this at the mall, at Hooters, everywhere. It was, it was ridiculous. But it was a gift. I am assertive now and I'm very uninhibited when it comes to communicating with strangers and people alike. He pretty much chopped that fear out like a weed. Like if I have something to say, I'm gonna say it. You know, and and I'm just I'm very, very thankful because um all the complaining that I did during that time and here he was giving me a gift he didn't I didn't know, but he of course did. So I consider that one of the biggest I wouldn't say it's just random acts of kindness, but yeah, it's it, random to me because I didn't know what he was doing. Uh, <laughs> my favorite act of kindness, though, is random compliments. Ooh, child. If I see somebody out and I, I think you look good, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because maybe you need to hear it. You know, maybe you put on that dress. Maybe you put on that shirt. Maybe put on them jeans to make yourself look good. I'm, I'm going to say that you look good and I'm a compliment because I feel like everyone deserves compliments, you know, tell you how great you look, how how your aura is gleaming, you're beaming, you're shining, you're glistening, you're moisturized. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. It just makes people day and it makes my day as well. So if you don't have a favorite random act of kindness, start off with the compliments. See how it changes your life, your life. But my favorite gift to give out of everything is laughter. Because laugh, laughing is one of the most potent antidepressants. Like, it just takes you to that point where you just feel the most giddy. And you're not worried about being anxious. You're not worried about depression. You're not worried about the kids getting on your nerves. You're not, you're not worried about what to do. You are just laughing and in complete bliss. Um, actually, I read up that there are scientists who believe that millions of years ago, before humans developed the proper lung strength for languages, that laughter was used as a way to relate to, to one another. 
And I completely believe that because babies will laugh well before they learn how to speak. And it's like they're just communicating with you with all that goo goo gaga. And and honestly, I just I just love laughing. Like I love comedy. Whenever I want to watch something, it's comedy. I want to lift my spirits up. I want to boost all those good serotonin, everything in my in my body. And be like, yeah, I'm ready to laugh. I'm ready to have fun. I'm ready to smile. Plus, I'm helping people burn calories out here. Okay, ten to fifteen minutes of laughter is you. What is that? Up to forty calories or something like that? Yeah, forty fifty calories. Shoot, man, you should call me Swally Craig out here. I'm giving and helping people left and right. You know, dropping pounds. I'm 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 gonna help people get that antidepressant on. Uh so give, give, give. I hope that rubs off on you uh to give left and right and help people drop them pounds. And that brings me to my PSA of the week. If you don't know what that is, it's my public swell announcement, my little tidbit to keep you going, to keep you pushing throughout the week. Be thankful for the times you can give and give when you can. Simple and easy. Just be thankful. Because I am very, very thankful for everything that I've been blessed with and being able to give and give and give to my heart's content uh, and being able to spread joy no matter where I am. That is a blessing. That is a life worth living for sure. So, again, be thankful for the times you can give and give when you can. I love y'all. Thank you for giving me your time. And thank you for listening. And I hope this journey into Swirl's World has encouraged you to give more and be receptive of the blessings that follow. Be open. Give and you shall receive. As always, you are loved, you are appreciated, and you are more. Keep smiling and enjoy that week, y'all.